Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Once in a Lifetime, the podcast where we talk about spooky, spooky Lifetime movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bridget. I'm Anne. And this week we watched Ooh, House of Darkness, <laughs> inspired by true events. Dun, dun, dun. We don't know uh, what those true events are. No, I, w- I would imagine the Amityville Horror. That's what that was right? my guess based on the description and like kind of what happens in the movie. Seems yeah, similar. Um, I really kind of like this. I, I was not mad at it. I feel like we've had two good ones in a row. It's so the rest of them are gonna be awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah. So this opens in on Halloween 1957, which mm-hmm. just on its face any kid in a halloween costume from 50 60 years ago is going to be spooky but these costumes freaked me oh my god the one kid with that mask that was just a little too big and it it was terrifying yeah there was a ghost that like the hood was like over but also like tied around his neck yeah which made it super creepy and yeah I don't know whose face that was supposed to be, but it was like, what if we blew up every feature <laughs> and cast it into a mold and then this kid wore it on his face? It looks like something that would be in like a video game now. It was yeah, like just Five Nights we- at Freddy's or something. If they sold that in a store and someone walked up to my house wearing that on Halloween, I would be like, just take all the candy and get the stuff <laughs> off of my doorstep. Just Please go don't. away. <laughs> so spooky so there are four kids they walk up to this house that has no lights on and they're like we should go to that house right you don't do that (laughs) Uh, no two of them are smart and they run off uh the other two go up to the house and now i watched this multiple times but what we see is like they walk up to the house we hear a doorbell ring and then the next time we see the house the door's closing and the kids are inside screaming yeah i thought the door like creaked open and they went in Okay. And then there was just screams. Guys, why'd you go inside? You don't do that. No. I mean, it's not your fault, sweet little Biebs. What happened to you? Where were your parents, 1957? I mean, that's where it was 1957. Yeah. Kids were just running the streets back then. Their parents were at home drinking whiskey and chain smoking. Smoking cigarettes and playing bridge with their friends. Eating salad encased in jello for some reason. Because <laughs> it's delicious, Bridget. <laughs> Ew. Um, so we cut to present day, which is July 2017 in this movie. Um, I didn't hear a doorbell ring this time. Nope. But, okay. <laughs> a husband and wife walk onto the porch and they're like, there's no one here but there's a pie on the ground yeah from not wrapped no <laughs> and it's still hot like there's bugs and stuff in there now why bug, did you put bug it on pie. The- <laughs> bug pie so there's like a note that says welcome to the neighborhood your neighbors clark and edith ellen ellen okay and so they look across the street and there's like this pretty young thing over there like yes and so the husband brian is like just staring like a creep yeah and then out walks clark who was like 
a hot black guy equally and, as hot <laughs> yes and brian's like i thought his face was furious and i was like is this guy racist i know <laughs> that never so comes did I. Back. but it was like why are you having this reaction what a yeah. weird and then he immediately turns to his wife and is like take a picture it'll last longer why don't you stop staring you're staring you're, you're the starer. one staring i know he so all right off the bat you're like oh this guy's a dick yes from the get like i feel like in amityville horror the dad starts out like a really nice guy yeah he he's does. very likable mm-hmm. so watching what happens is even more upsetting but right. this is just like is it the house or is this guy just a piece of shit this guy's just a dick from the get-go yeah you've been there like an hour <laughs> <laughs> you so haven't crazy. been possessed that fast by the house like <laughs> so they walk inside and their daughter's at the kitchen or like dining room table reading a book about the rainforest and she's like someone gave us a pie that's weird um, no one ever gave us a pie in san francisco and if it's never happened before it's weird um the dad takes a picture of her reading and he's like first day in the new house yeah she's not happy to be there at all no she's not enthused what how old do you think she is like 11 yeah something like that yeah and i'm just gonna bring this up now throughout the movie young sarah looks like shit and no one cares no one her mom isn't concerned that she has these massive purple circles under her eyes and looks like she hasn't slept in four months and appears to be saying and doing very upsetting things and they're all just like we'll talk about it later Sorry. Yeah, I was no, I was very upset about that as well. Yeah, it just seemed weird that no one would say anything about it. Like, yeah, I didn't understand, especially because the next scene we see is Kelly and Brian at their couples therapy. Mm -hmm. So we know that they understand to reach out for help when things aren't going well in your brain or in your relationships. Right. But now they're with their daughter, they're like, it'll be fine. She'll she'll be good. Don't worry about it. I'm sorry. I am so confused. I just had something in my hand and now it's gone. It's gone. (gasps) The house. It's the house. The house took it. Is it done your shirt? That happens to me sometimes. Oh, and I didn't stick it. What the hell? (laughs) It's so weird. It was literally just in my hand. It has to have like rolled under the desk or something. It didn't make a Anyway, under your butt. I've done that before too. It's in my sock. <laughs> <gasps> what? How did that happen? What okay. just happened? That's spooky. I don't like that at all. What just <laughs> happened? I don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> Are you wearing like big slouchy socks? Like uh, no, they're little like ankle socks. Oh, what? I was picturing like crew socks. That's even weirder. Uh oh. Anyway, sorry. Like talked about. Sorry to derail this podcast. <laughs> my ghost stealing my stuff and putting it in my laundry. Oh my god. Okay. 
um so they're in couples therapy um and this is their last session because they've just moved and now it's a three hour drive to get to the therapist so they're like yeah "Yeah, we didn't achieve all the stuff we wanted to in therapy but we feel like we're on our way to a happier marriage and the therapist's like and brian are you over your jealousy issues and he's like no nope (laughs) not at all piece of shit i'm still a raging raging asshole so this therapist recommends that they both start doing private video journals just until they find a new therapist and then she tosses from a giant bag of them next to her <laughs> chair a smiley face stress ball and explains what a stress ball is because no one's ever heard of one before in 2017 this woman invented them and she gives them to all her patients <laughs> with a smiley face on it so like this is 2017 and i understand it's pre-pandemic when we were all used to doing zoomies zoom meetings zoomies yeah (laughs) but like you couldn't do teletherapy right i know yeah super weird so yeah use your laptop and record yourself talking about how much you hate your spouse i guess yeah Mm -hmm. so they go we cut back to the house and sarah's in bed telling her dad that these pet birds she has have been keeping her up all night So he puts a sheet over the top of them and he's like, now they'll know it's nighttime. And (laughs) she's like, you have to go to work again. It's just like before. And he's like, it's not like before because now I work in the backyard because he has a big workshop out there. When he goes to leave the room, he turns the light off and where the giant bird cage is, he sees like, an apparition like, like it a looks figure. like a person yeah yeah and he's like what the holy fuck is happening yeah. he is so freaked out but he tells his daughter everything's fine and as he walks away she goes no it's not no it's not Ooh, Sarah. Yeah. also i i would not first off i would not own birds period ever have to be in her bedroom why would you put them in her bedroom Put them that house is so big yeah they could have their own keeping, room yes the bird room <laughs> we have to have our meeting in our bird in room. Our, it's the only safe place in the house <laughs> <laughs> so the whole bird thing was ridiculous but we cut to kelly doing a video journal and she's like i got my business set up even though i have no clients and so we learn what has triggered Brian's jealousy is that she's a massage therapist and he doesn't like her touching other dudes. He wouldn't care if they were fat or ugly. <laughs> when he said, and they're not like old or fat or nothing. What are you talking about? I hate your guts. Oh, He's boy. such an asshole. He such really an asshole. is. <laughs> Um, and she like hears someone in the hallway while she's recording this and she gets up to be like, Hey, Brian, this is supposed to be private. Well, I thought it was going to be shut the fucking door then. Well, that's anybody overhearing. Um, but I thought it was going to be a ghost. No, it is him. And he's like, oops, I dropped my stress ball. What? Where was it? (laughs) Were you on the ceiling? What are you talking about? I think he was 
listening and getting stressed out about her talking. Mm. And so he was like, oh, and it just flew out of his grip. He says he's going to the workshop until um, Sarah's asleep. So they're waiting for their daughter to fall asleep and like maybe they can bone later. And she's like, yay, I love boning. Um, (laughs) But he goes out to his workshop. He's standing at a table and listening to a song. And I was like, oh my gosh, little uh, subtlety wouldn't hurt here. (laughs) The lyrics to the song are, you're in a rage tonight, flashes of temper. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> um, he goes to close up the workshop, but then something stops me, goes back in. We see Kelly come outside to see what he's doing. She's in a silky little robe and she's very upset that Brian is still in the workshop. So in the morning, <laughs> she confronts him and he's like, what? You were asleep. And she's like, did you see what I was wearing? And she just like, <laughs> opens her robe in the front lot. <laughs> I was wearing this to bed. It made me think of, do you remember? I don't remember which Friday the 13th this is in, but there's part in one of the movies where a waitress is getting ready and her boyfriend's waiting for her outside. She like takes her shirt off and in the mirror, she's got her boobs up. She goes, showtime. (laughs) (laughs) It always makes me laugh so hard because no one would ever do that. That's how I start every morning. (laughs) All right, girls. (laughs) it's showtime <laughs> i was just like wow i've never been that excited to like reveal my yeah. under things to anyone no um no, no. so he just leaves he's he has to go to work i guess it's unclear where he's going yeah he just needs to make some furniture for restaurants he's a, he's a craftsman um so he leaves and sarah kelly thought she saw sarah watching them fight from the window upstairs but the second brian walks away sarah's right behind her and kelly's mm-hmm. like what the fuck mm-hmm. brian's recording his journal in his car while he's driving he's like she never brought any money in. it's always been me it's so much pressure blah 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 but then so he says that but then later he says, I've never gotten any orders from anyone other than my friends. So yeah. uh, I doubt you're making that much money, bro. Like, yeah. So he does say also that this beats like office life. So he obviously had a different job before, but uh, to be like, I quit my job to start this small business that only and now my I'm, friends have purchased from. And I'm going to act like my wife is the problem right. <laughs> like come on dude you knew the risks you were taking I know. when you did that God, i don't like fool. that guy so kelly is cooking she's like making something oh oh sorry first sarah is reading her book again across the door that goes to the basement across from the door that goes to the basement and she hears like little voices come be with me we're waiting <laughs> i didn't really hear him it was just like, i didn't hear them told me <laughs> I didn't hear them at all. And I was listening to see if I could hear them. And I, you wouldn't know there's whispers there if you were just watching it without closed caption. Yeah, that is very strange. Um, but maybe, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what they were going for with that. No. Probably nothing, just bad sound design, sound mixing, whatever. So Kelly, meanwhile, is blending up some guacamole or something in the blender. And she's like, that stank 
And she opens the oven and there's just like a pan of scorched meat. Meatloaves? <laughs> like yeah, meat I guess loaves? it's okay. Later we do see it's meatloaf. At first I was like, what is that? A brisket? That's so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes to ask Sarah about it. But there's a ghost we've seen before at the end of the hall that scares the shit out of Kelly. But this time it's Sarah wearing a costume that she found. Mm-hmm. An old creepy like grandma nightgown and veil yes. type thing. So spooky. So Kelly doesn't say, well, she does ask her where she got that. But then the next thing she says is, did she put something in the oven? Did she put meatloaf in the did, oven and you didn't did you make notice? five? Did you make five meatloaves? <laughs> what the so Honey, eating- we've talked about this. <laughs> you have to stop making meatloaf. No one here likes it. Um, oh, and so the next time she looks up at Sarah, like the hood is back on and tied up around her neck. It's the ghost. It's the ghost. Yes. So creepy. It was so creepy how they did that. I loved it. I I was was like, oh, that's a good, that was good. That was a little ooky spooky. There were also some interesting like lighting shots and stuff. At one Mm -hmm. point he's in the workshop and it's like all yellow behind him and you can only see his silhouette. Yeah. Ooh, spooky for a lifetime. Okay. So that night they're having dinner. Kelly's like, (laughs) hey, you might want to stop drinking so much and he very passive aggressively is like oh brian how was your day oh thanks for asking Ooh. and then she was like sarah your father is drunk <laughs> what kind of parenting is that Jesus christ <laughs> kelly <laughs> now sarah this is what i mean when i say people are drunk your father is drunk he's a prime example oh lord so this is when he tells them that he just got his first order that wasn't from a friend and he wants to go work on it after dinner. And Kelly says, okay, I'll clean up, but no power tools. <sighs> I feel like he's always going to need those. Yeah, I, I know. Furniture. I know. Some I, weird control. I don't know. <laughs> Our neighbors that live a mile across the street yeah. will hear you. Hot, sexy Clark will hear you. (laughs) (laughs) So Kelly's putting Sarah to bed and she's saying the birds are still waking her up. And as Kelly leaves the room, she hears a little voice say, I'll cut off their heads. Now she thinks this was her daughter saying that. And all she says is, good night. Yeah. You wouldn't be like, that's not funny. No, yeah, I, you it absolutely me to would. Hear you say that. Please yeah. don't talk about hurting your animals. They're living things. You cannot yes. do something like that. I could not understand what was going on with this mom. No, I couldn't either. She so just wants she, to be massaging. That's all she can think about. She, when she shows her setup, by the way, it's like her massage tables behind her and then this big, like, curio cabinet that's just full of what looks like bottles of oils and lotions yeah. and stuff but soon she'll get a client and they have to go to town to buy more oils so lady much. you have a problem you don't need a whole bottle for one person 
calm down, Kels. If you're not using a whole bottle, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so she's video journaling about it at night and she's so mad that she's still in bed alone. And we see someone standing behind her. Yeah. Um, and she hears noises and children laughing. I guess like from her closet. I was like, yeah. Okay. So she goes to so. like yell at Sarah and there's no one in there. And she's like, uh, what? Yikes. Cut to Brian in his workshop. He's already staining a table. So he's made an entire table with no power tools <laughs> in 45 minutes. He hears Kelly scream. He goes running into the house. The lights won't turn on. He finds her on the ground in front of the couch with a knife coming out of her chest. And she says, you did this. And then he wakes up. Yeah. Face down on the table that he was working on with, was it a knife or like a chisel? I think it's like his chisel or like the scraper, like the sharp scraper that they use for wood. Um, So he's like, put a huge hole in the fucking table. Mm -hmm. I thought he would get mad about that because he gets mad about everything. Doesn't mention it. Yeah, he really does get mad about everything. So he goes back into the house and he hears the birds chirping. And it's like this long, dark walk up to Sarah's room. And I'm like, what is he going to do to these birds? And what does he do, Anne? He what does goes, he do? Shh, 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 shh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's me. Be quiet. <laughs> it's just me, daddy. <laughs> please, please be quiet for daddy. So when he turns around to look at Sarah, she's not in her bed. He walks into his bedroom. Kelly's asleep on the bed. And he's like, Kelly, where's Sarah? How the fuck would I know? And also she's sleeping. Like you have to wake her up first. So she gets up and they're immediately looking for her. Kelly runs outside. She's calling Sarah's name. She sees the ghost. And again, she's thinking this is Sarah. So she's like slowly walking and like following the path of the little ghost person. And then Sarah's right in front of her face with no ghost costume on. Mm -mm. But she is wearing the creepy nightgown. Okay, I guess I didn't put together until you painted that for me that that is like the nightgown she found for that costume. And she wasn't a girl in 2017 who already owned (laughs) that like very old fashioned nightgown. Okay, (laughs) I was like, this is a little weird. So she has, we see her, she's always kind of got like her long hair, like not totally in front of her face, but enough. uh, So it's spooky. And then like these dark circles under her eyes. I said, she always kind of was trying to be Samara. Samara. Yeah. Yeah. From the ring. Um, So they just like take her inside. And Brian is like, you have to stop acting like this. (laughs) Like, what? She's either sleepwalking. She's having problems. Yeah. No, she's not being bad. No, she's not being bad. At all. She says like she was something's hiding. happening. Yeah, she was hiding from the darkness because Buster and Chomper warned her. I assume those were the birds. Yeah. And they just say nothing to that and Mm-mm. put her back to bed. The darkness? Like, nothing nothing 
And then the next morning, Kelly like shakes her awake, even though she's clearly not been sleeping. Mm -hmm. And she's like, are you feeling better after all the darkness or whatever? (laughs) And then Sarah's like, can I have pancakes? And Kelly goes, after you brush your teeth. What? You don't have pancakes after you brush your teeth, Gills. You have breakfast first and then brush your teeth. So you have a fresh start for you. It was the second time they talked to her about brushing her teeth. And I was like, does this girl like not want, like she has a problem with brushing her teeth. Yeah, she is not into dental hygiene. That one, she was like, my baby teeth are just going to fall out anyway. So who fucking cares? She does say that. And her dad's (laughs) like, good point. No, it's not. (laughs) Don't enable that. That's not right. Oh boy. So I thought maybe that was going to come back at some point. Like it would have been really spooky if she just woke up and all her teeth fell out. (laughs) But I guess that's a little too dark for a lifetime. So Kelly goes into Sarah's room. She pulls the cover off the birdcage and we just see her looking horrified. Yeah. Cut to her and Brian staring at the birdcage, which has been moved to his workshop. And oh shit, the birds have been decapitated. Mm-hmm. And Brian's like, she didn't do this. And Kelly's like, okay, but I didn't do it. <laughs> and you didn't yeah. do it. So there's something wrong with our somebody, daughter. Somebody snipped the heads off of our daughter's birds. Oh, and by the way, she also did. I did think I overheard her or overhear her say that she was going to do this. Yes. The other night. And uh, maybe I should mention that to you <laughs> at some point. No follow through on any of it. Mm-mm. But then Brian is like, I'm Columbo. And I noticed that the blood <laughs> is on the inside of the cover. But it's literally a sheet. It doesn't have an inside and an outside. It doesn't. I mean, I get it. What they're trying to tell us is like, this was a supernatural yeah. occurrence, but okay brian yeah how would you know yeah like what side right so they put them in a shoebox and go to bury them i thought sarah gave a very eloquent little eulogy oh my goodness reading a poem or something she was because then it just ends she goes i'm gonna stop there i'm gonna end it there it's like (laughs) all right reverend sarah jesus (laughs) we'll end there and close with a prayer (laughs) so hot neighbor Edna, Ellen, Ellen, Ellen. I can't get this right. Edna, hot neighbor, <laughs> Edna. She so to picture her guys, she looks just like the designer from The Incredibles. Oh. Her name is Edna. Never mind. <laughs> Cut that out, Danny. <laughs> Stupid. Um, she's just watching this, mm-hmm. and then Brian is. St- staring at her like he's like burning holes into her with his Mm -hmm. laser eyes yeah well he's supposed to be digging a grave for the dead birds yes but kelly doesn't seem to notice this no so can she not see them well my question is are ellen and clark even real spoiler alert later in the movie we see who lives across the street and it's like them but they're old oh wait what really yeah (laughs) so I was like I missed that yeah I was so confused that's who she goes to like knock on the door of to get help oh yeah you and he's in 
he's see in a wheelchair. Want to see? Oh, I guess oh. I didn't realize that was that was their house. I didn't put that together with the you see oh. what you want to see. He Maybe. wanted to see sexy, sexy. Yeah. Don't we all? My goodness. My True. goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, he's just staring at her. Kelly doesn't notice, but they go inside and Kelly's on the phone. She says, my sister's coming tomorrow with her son. They're going to stay a night. They want to check out the house and it'll be good for Sarah to see her cousin. Then she asks Brian, do you ever wonder if it was a mistake to move here? And he's like, I love it here. I love everything about this place. This is all I ever wanted. (laughs) Whoa. How dare you? He's so mad. Yeah. Um, She tries to get him to come to bed. And he again um, says, no, thank you. I have to go do my video journal. Hard pass. I have to do my video journal. It's important to do it every day. She didn't Even tell you to do it every day. She didn't tell them to do it every day. She said a couple times a week, lady. I mean, sir and lady, you're all crazy. Yeah. So his journal, this is when we learned that he wouldn't care about her being a massage therapist if the clients were all old or fat. Um, and he's like, I never told Kelly this, but my coworkers, they used to razz me about it. Hey, guy, grow up. Yeah. <laughs> grow up he's like they used to joke they would have an appointment with kelly like okay great get my wife some fucking money yes that's insane i know yeah Um, so he goes off though like off yeah he's mad he's pissed he's pissed um so aunt jamie shows up with mason she was in another lifetime movie she's in psycho brother-in-law ah Yes, ma'am. I was like, I know her. I know that face. <laughs> um, so Mason seems to be about the same age as Sarah as well. Mm-hmm. And they greet them all at the door. And Brian's like, where's your husband? And Jamie's like, oh, uh, he had to work. But he said next time for sure he'll come. Which I only mentioned because I think it's really funny how that comes up later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Sarah tells her cousin, I have to show you something really cool. And she puts a car on the wood floor and they just kind of watch it for a couple seconds and then it just takes off poltergeist style baby yes and he says do you have any marbles any marble <laughs> like why wouldn't he just be like let me try with the car but okay so they have a whole jar of marbles they put one on the ground and it shoots in the completely opposite direction to the basement yes so she does the same she puts down multiple marbles and multiple marbles go into the basement and so Mason gets up to go over there and Sarah's like, wait, stop. And then very quietly says to herself, don't go down there. <laughs> wait, stop. No, <laughs> don't go down in the basement. I mean, he obviously didn't hear her. Um, the door locks behind him and he's like banging on the door, freaking out. And somehow Kelly and her sister are right behind Sarah, but they don't hear him screaming. I feel like he stopped screaming when they like entered the room. Like okay. they didn't hear him screaming, but they were like, where's Mason? What the fuck? Right. So yeah, they say, where's Mason? And Sarah says in the dark, in the <laughs> which dark. would scare me so much if a little kid said that to me. They go to the basement. It's super dark down there. There's no lights for some reason. And they just see him 
like his back is to them he's across the room and he's not moving what happened to kelly here she falls maybe trips yeah something? she just she just like plummets to the ground yeah she does what are you chewing on is that a barrette uh it's a chip clip <laughs> oh, okay great <laughs> Why do you have a barrette for like a four-year-old? But okay. Oh. <laughs> hey, it's pretty cute. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, so they <laughs> my next note is making me laugh. Okay. They um when Kelly falls, it like jerks Mason back to like consciousness. He's got tears streaming down his yes. face. And his mom's like, What are you doing? And he's like, I don't know. I know. Was so scary it was so sad and he was like what the fuck he didn't know why he was down there how we got down there like he had no idea what was going on yeah so the next scene this is the <sighs> that made me laugh oh. kelly's laying on her stomach and we just see her sister like standing like next to her doing something as they're talking i wrote kelly's sister's like washing her butt after the fall <laughs> Because it's so long before we see that what she's actually doing is icing uh, her icing. tailbone. Yeah. <laughs> but like, does your sister need to do that for five no. minutes? No, no, <laughs> not at all. I just thought that was really funny. Um, is this where they're talking about Mason at summer camp? <gasps> yes. Again, what is with the parents in this movie? So what does he do at camp, Anne? Because this is he blows up a frog with a firecracker. And in telling the story, the mom is just kind of like, <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, he did that. <laughs> he really did. And Kelly's like, no, you know, what are you, you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> killers be killers. Little serial killers, but early, don't they? Oh my like, God. Jesus. If somebody was like, hey, my kid killed an animal at camp, I would be like, your kid probably should not go to camp. No. Um, so then Brian walks up behind Kelly and he's all over her. Um, and she's like, Have you been drinking? And he's like, It's not drinking alone if there's other people on the property. Amen, right? <laughs> <laughs> but she as she's drinking a huge glass of wine doing her video journal later yeah. she's like and then he said if it's it's not drinking alone if there's other people on the property i mean what in the world <laughs> what that's like dumb shit people say yeah um yeah. she hears noises again and gets up to go tell the kids to go back to bed <laughs> but she sees two kids in costumes creepy mask from yes <laughs> Yes, which for some reason in my notes I referred to as Straganona, and I would like to apologize <laughs> formally to Straganona because she's not that scary. It's like Straganona plus like what Mario would have looked like in like. <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly. It. <laughs> it was so upsetting. Um. So she still thinks it's the kids, except. She looks to her left or right and the kids are in sleeping bags on the floor. Uh She's like, what the fuck? Yeah. So meanwhile, Brian's in the kitchen overflowing a glass of water at the sink. He goes upstairs and Jamie's coming out of the bathroom, going into the guest room 
before the door closes, he sees Clark from across the street. A shirtless Clark. He walks up to the door and is like, let me give this a listen. <laughs> Get my cup and stick it out of here. Listen up. <laughs> so Kelly is like, he goes to his bedroom. Kelly's in there. She's pacing around. He scares her because she's on edge. She tries to tell him she saw some ghosts. And he's like, mm, and you try to tell me I'm drinking too much. By the way, your sister's fucking our neighbor <laughs> right now. And I'm very mad about it. I've never I'm been so mad. I'm so pissed. This is the maddest I've ever been. <laughs> um, and she's like, that cannot be true. He's like, I'll prove it to you. Let's go look. And they go to Jamie's room. They knock on the door. She opens it. And Brian just busts in. He's like, where is he? So he goes to look out the window and he sees Clark walking away with a shirt over his shoulder and like he is smug. <laughs> he like yeah. throws his shirt over his shoulder and he like flips him the bird. Like, yeah. Fuck, buddy, because I just did. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Kelly doesn't see this because as it's we're starting you. to see, you see what you want to see or whatever. Um, and then Jamie says, you know why Mark didn't come here? Because he can't stand you because you're a jealous prick. <laughs> I was like, hee-hee. And then she tells Kelly, you know, moving here isn't going to fix anything. This guy sucks. <laughs> and she gets her kid and they leave in the middle of the night, which did mm-hmm. seem like a bit of an overreaction. It, it kind of was. And I felt so bad for Kelly during this whole thing because like, I mean, I think she understands why Jamie wanted to leave. Like, she wants to fucking leave, too. Yes. But she felt bad, obviously. And then she's trying to talk to Brian. And he's literally just shutting the doors of his workshop on her. Like, while she's on there. Unbelievable. What an asshole. What an an asshole. asshole. (laughs) I could not believe that. I know. Um, and Sarah gets scared. At, well, so she's watching her parents argue, but she hears someone come in the house and she's like, what? And she screams, nothing comes of that. Because we cut to her eating cereal in the morning. Um, Kelly's like, what if we went into town today? Um, just the two of us. We'll go to a movie. We'll go shopping. She's like, can I have ice cream? Like kids. Oh, wait. Didn't the... The Ellen hallucination happened too. Uh, it's before they up. go to town. No, it go, it's before they go to town. Because it's in my notes before they go to town. So I have that Sarah wants Brian to go with them. And then there's like a two second shot of the desert from Mac and me. And <laughs> the darkness descending. And then they're at dinner. And then after dinner is when Brian's doing his video journal and Ellen shows up. Oh, well, maybe. Hmm. Okay. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. The only thing about dinner that's interesting is that Sarah's super like rejuvenated and happy because she was away from the house all day. Yeah. And Kelly offers to clean up so that Brian can go work on the order he got from a restaurant. And he's like mad about that. He's like gripping his knife, his steak knife really hard. Yeah. Like, she's like visibly shaken. Like, what are you about to do? So she does her video journal, which is her crying and saying, I feel like I do not know this man and I'm scared of him. Yeah. 
and then Brian in his workshop is doing his journal and he says like this is stupid it's like there's no coming back from this or whatever and then Ellen shows up wearing just the teeniest little jean shorts you ever little daisy dukes yes I mean like you can see the curve of like where her butt meets her thigh that's how short they are um she's like I'm your neighbor and then gives him the most inappropriate hug Mm -hmm. um he gets her a beer and she gets what or she knows how to get to him to seduce him because she's like you just work so hard your wife is so lucky and this is the first time we hear someone say some people only see what they choose to see Mm -hmm. they start making out on the table he's working on for an order and he wakes up the next morning on the cement floor, shirtless with his belt undone. And there's a yeah. knife on the table. And there's a knife. And he's like, how did that get there? I'm going to lock up all my tools that are sharp in this cabinet. Yeah. And throw the key into the orchard behind our house. Because I'll never need these tools again as a woodworker. <laughs> who's constantly complaining about money. What I like to do is go buy new tools for every project I work on. I also think he probably didn't throw that key that hard. Like he'd be able to find it again if he tried. Yeah. Um, so he's in his car again. He journals about um, like something's happening to me. I'm going to hurt them. It wants me to hurt them. Um, which is unsettling. Yep. Cut to Kelly doing laundry. She hears people talking and laughing and she's like, what? She goes to the dining room and there's a family eating dinner. Mm -hmm. And then Sarah walks up behind her and they disappear. She tries to tell Brian while he's like squeezing the shit out of his stress ball that night. He's like, you're crazy you're manipulative you just don't like it here and you just want to go back to the city and have a bunch of hot massage Mm -hmm. (laughs) that made me so mad (laughs) especially when she says there's something wrong with this house and he's like kelly you think maybe it's you oh my god (sighs) i know whenever we watch like haunted house stuff danny is constantly like you know I would believe you like instantly you don't have to ever worry <laughs> like if something weird is going on just I'll believe you <laughs> that's like, so good, nice and reassuring thank you yes we were just watching um my worst nightmare it's like an investigation discovery show mm-hmm. and this guy was being horrible to his girlfriend and Andrew was like if I ever say that to you please just leave like that is not okay just walk um, out the door, girl. Yes. She says, you know what? Maybe I'll just go stay with Jamie. And he's like, you think you'll get custody? You're a crazy person. And she's like, what are you talking about? I just said I don't yeah. want to be in the house right now. And also, you're a crazy person. <laughs> okay, good one. Yeah, um, zing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this next scene creeps me out. He's in the hallway doing another video journal on his phone. And he's like, you don't take my daughter away from me. You don't threaten to take Sarah away from me. And then he starts screaming and he walks up to the bedroom door, like bangs on the door and is screaming. 
and Sarah walks up. Sarah's right there. Daddy. He's like, oh, sorry, honey. It's okay. Go to sleep. I'm going to go sleep downstairs. And then he falls to his knees and crawls to turn the camera off. And for some reason, I found that very unsettling. Yeah, it was creepy. It was creepy. He was... The anger portrayed in this was unsettling. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to be around that guy. So we see Kelly asleep in bed. Brian's standing over her. And he's like, we should talk about this now. Um, Things, you know, things aren't looking so good for us and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, come on, wake up. I'm talking to you. And he rolls her over. She's dead. And he wakes up. Where does he wake up, man? In the workshop on the table? No, this no? is when he wakes up standing over her with the oh, with the with hand. the chisel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So that was terrifying. Um, he freaks out and backs away and he goes to the workshop and the locked cabinet is now busted open mm-hmm. and there's blood on the wall. Uh-huh. And all the tools are out. Like the cabinet looks like a fucking grizzly bear. Like like threw it around. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, boy. Sarah goes the next day (laughs) to tell Brian that she and Kelly are going into town. And he just leaves the door to his workshop closed. He's like, okay. Doesn't give zero. Doesn't give zero. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Zero fucks. (laughs) Thank you. Um, at the store, the clerk asks some questions and like realizes where they live. And she's like, all right, well, bye. Have a great day. Get out. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, hey, um, kid, can you not do that? Because Sarah is writing on their chalkboard. Um, and she wrote, we see what we choose to see. Mm-hmm. She tries to ask, Kelly tries to ask Sarah where she heard that. And Sarah's just like, can we still get ice cream? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, if you tell me what the fuck this. is going on. <laughs> like, I'll get you talk free- to me. <laughs> you can have a whole Sunday. I don't care. Yeah. So they have a family game night where they're playing Yahtzee. Like Yahtzee! Tense game of Yahtzee I've ever seen. Brian gets up to get another beer and then he just leaves the house. Like he's supposed to get a glass of water for Kelly and come back. And then mm-hmm. she has to go look for him. And he's just hanging in the workshop talking, talking. to someone. Mm-hmm. Like she sees it from the window or she's like, wait, what the fuck? And she goes out there and he's just staring at the wall, whispering. Mm-hmm. No, I don't like that. Nope. It was creepy. So she gets his attention. Finally, he turns around and they both seem to at the same time notice that he's like absentmindedly twirling an axe on the ground. That would probably be the first thing I noticed. Yeah. As a terrified woman. Yes. The man with the axe who's losing his fucking mind is what I would see. I mean, just, oh, you gotta get out of there, guys. Mm -hmm. That is so scary. She's like, who are you talking to? And he's like, no one. And she's like, um, okay. <laughs> she goes to call her sister and her sister's like, well, the obvious answer is to get a psychic out there. Yeah, clearly I have a great one. Yeah. Let me she knew number. all about, oh, 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 my problems with Mark that I was having. Because Kelly, you don't have to broadcast your problems all the time. That's why I didn't tell you. Okay. Yeah. Unnecessary. Mom. <laughs> Mom, maybe Kelly just complains a lot. Who knows? 
fair um so she sends brian and sarah out of the house um so they won't be there when the psychic comes um this woman is a the real deal she's like there are two ghosts they're children they tried to warn your daughter she knows that brian's been like watching her while she sleeps mm-hmm. um and then when they get to like kind of by the basement door she's like it's a shadow a darkness a soul collector and it's not done Mm-mm. and then she starts hearing a buzzing in her head and like runs out of the house that is never it's like the worst thing that could happen when you have like a psychic come over to your house yes. is them to just be like you know what I actually got to get the fuck out of here now good luck to you and your family and then in case it wasn't scary enough she gets in her car to leave with Kelly like hot on her heels like please stay starts the car and gets swarmed by CGI bees mm-hmm. and yeah just bees everywhere in her car yes so that was daytime and then the next scene it's nighttime and the paramedics are just now wheeling the They're psychic away taking a long time with this her face the makeup they did i thought that was pretty good yeah. special effects makeup it, it was, was she was swollen and did not look okay nope um so kelly tries to tell brian what the psychic said and he's like whatever you just want to move he has to stay because he's got this new client she's like you just might be the most selfish man in the world she's oh she's watching him work from the balcony and sees someone walk by her room but it isn't Mm -hmm. brian because she sees him outside she runs to check on sarah and sarah's gone again again so the police are like she's not in the house and kelly's like yeah because i told you someone took her and then so there's like an older cop and a younger cop and the younger cop's like hark i hear something in the basement so they go to the basement they're there for two seconds they put their ear to the wall and they're like she's inside the wall not like is there a room back here or right So they bust a hole in the wall. In a sealed wall. In a sealed wall. And they're flashing a little light around. There's writing, red writing all over the wall. Yeah, these weird symbols and stuff. And then something kind of like shoots toward him and freaks him out. And screams. Yeah. Um, And then finally he sees Sarah going full Samara. Like she's backed up against the wall. Her hair's in her face. So they get her out. She has no idea how she got there. Nobody knows how she got there. There was no way to have her get in there. Nope. Um, The cop and Kelly are like looking at the writings on the wall. Symbol, symbol, symbols. Oh, wait, really big. It says we see what we choose to see. (laughs) I would pee my pants at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So Brian and Kelly are talking to the older cop and he's like, oh, in case you didn't know, like everyone knows about your house. It's um, really creepy here. Yeah. (laughs) My dad always said there's something wrong with it. The younger cop rolls his eyes at this. He's like, here we go again. I mean, how could you roll your eyes though, knowing the history? Like, I I don't know. He, so the older cop tells them, 
about the kids who died. The principal, like of an elementary school, lived in the house alone. He says he was a good man, a normal man. <laughs> okay. And they didn't find the kids or the principal dead for two weeks because no one noticed he hadn't shown up for work. You're the principal of a school. And there's two kids missing and no one was looking for them. No one was like, hmm, that's weird. Weird. The kids are missing and so's the principal. So's the principal. That's so strange. So the, when the kids were found, they were still in their costumes. They don't say how they died. Um, but the principal had barred himself in a room and starved to death, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. really creepy to me that that's like the best solution. You yeah. Can think of. Starving yourself. He's about to tell him about another family and Sarah walks in the room. So he's like, oh, that's enough of that. Uh, see you guys later. But as he's walking out. <laughs> He like stage whispers to Kelly, Ruth Wallace. <laughs> like so loud. So Sarah must have done some research because yeah. in her video journal, she's like, oh, Ruth Wallace is still alive. And then she goes to see her in prison. And the guard's like, you have 10 minutes. She never talks. You have 10 minutes to stand in the hallway of cells without a guard around and yeah. talk to her. That's not how jail visits work. No. And you know what? I just watched another Lifetime movie for another podcast. And the same thing happens where someone goes to see someone in jail and they just talk to them through the bar. I mean, maybe the lawyer can do that, but I doubt just a rando person showing up at like nine at night with no to the supervision. jail. Like, <laughs> yes, you could just. Bitch, these aren't visiting the hours. It's 12 o'clock. Yeah, Go this- home so crazy um i did think it was really funny that to show how spooky it is in prison they had a lady who was like with like unkempt hair go hey (laughs) that's not scary (laughs) ruth was scary (gasps) oh my god she looks like a straight up zombie yeah when she finally turns around i I know (gasps) i was like jesus I also thought her performance was good. Yeah, it was. It was. Her cell was covered in the same symbols and mm-hmm. writing that was in the, um, basement. the basement. Yeah, I did wonder where she kept finding red chalk. Or lipstick. Maybe they want the prisoners to be looking fresh and nice. But she was not looking fresh and nice. She looked no. unwell. She looked dead. She looked dead. So when she finally turns around after Kelly's like, like, I live in the house that you used to live in. I know what happened there. What do those symbols mean? I saw your family sitting at the dinner table and you just hear Ruth go, I didn't poison them, but I poisoned them. But I poisoned them. Oh boy. So she's like, there's something in the house. It's very powerful. The basement is the only safe room. Mm-hmm. And then we have a flashback to young Ruth making dinner. In the coolest 70s dress oh my god she looked so cute loved it she's making meatloaf and then she's in this trance she gets out the rat poison which the brand name was kills rats kills rats (laughs) can you pick up some kills rats get some kills rats but she puts so much of this stuff into this meatloaf mix and then 
it's like in the oven the phone rings and snaps her out of her trance and she's like oh no um to make sure my family doesn't die i'm gonna eat the poisoned food Mm -hmm. and then i'm gonna go to the basement to die and then we see her in the basement with like the writing on the wall and she's like it wanted pain it wanted death but it didn't let me die and then we see her go back upstairs and her whole family is dead. At the mm-hmm. table. And she's like, I swear I threw that food away. And it's Ooh. the same meatloaf that's in yes. the oven. Like, you. And then she says that line again. I didn't poison them, but I poisoned them. And it's so heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> but oh I did God, it. Um, and then she shows um, her arm. And I couldn't really see what was carved into it except for the word curse. Oh, I didn't either. But it was like her arm was all carved up. And she just says, your child is not safe. Yeah. So Kelly books at home. She's trying to call Brian the whole time. Finally picks up, but it's not Brian. It's a video call. It's Sarah. And Kelly's like, what's wrong? And she's like, it's daddy. Mommy, please come home soon. And then Brian gets in front of the camera. He just keeps saying we only see what we choose to see he's lost it he's gone like his eyes are crazy brian doesn't live here anymore no this Mm -mm. is not good she gets home she goes to the workshop the axe is sitting on the table and there's blood on it brian closes the door behind her locking her in she's like let me out let me out he's like i have to do this i have to escape the darkness so she grabs the axe and busts her way out of the workshop's back door, which is like all chained up and stuff. So she starts calling Sarah's name. She's calling Sarah's name for a long time, walking around the property. And then somehow she didn't see this before. The entire house is a roaring fire. Engulfed in flames. <laughs> it's the biggest fire. It's I like a fire. Farve. Five alarm fire. It's like a Brett Favre. It's a Brett Favre fire. Brett Favre sent this one. (laughs) (laughs) So she's obviously terrified because she thinks her husband and daughter are in the house. Mm -hmm. But then Sarah is behind her. So she sends Sarah to the car. She's like, lock the door. Kelly runs to the neighbor's house. And it's old Clark and Ellen. And I want to know if she was always seeing them as old or if she just never saw the hot versions at all. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Because super interesting. And like, what did they have to do with it? I guess just seeing when you, I don't know. So then we hear like voiceover as she's driving away from the house. She's saying like the house was burned beyond saving and Brian was inside. Um, Something happened to Brian, just like Ruth. And then... She's actually talking to the younger cop. She's like, Brian had a moment of clarity when he told Sarah to leave and he killed himself to get away from the darkness. And the cop thinks she did this. He did it for insurance money. For $3 million, which fair enough, that's a decent motive. But she's like, I was locked in the shed. Mm -hmm. He can see that she used an axe to hack her way out. Mm -hmm. Why would he not believe her? He has no time for her. Well, and then he's like, 
oh, we looked at his video journals he was making and it sounds like your marriage was shit. But we didn't see the video journal where he said, it wants me to hurt them. Oh yeah, you're right. Hey, watch that entry. (laughs) She's like, so am I a suspect or something? And he just stares at her and leaves the room. And now it's a year later and there's a brand new house on the property and a new family is moving in. With we have the most goth, why can I not talk? Goth daughter I've ever seen, like yes. in a show ever. Especially because she's like 11. So yeah. to see her with like really dark <laughs> curtain hair and, and like black super lipstick. dark lipstick. You're like, it was weird. You don't, you're not even on your period yet. Stop it. <laughs> it. Um, I did. She had a little cropped moto jacket on though that I was like, oh, that's cute. That. Um, she hears a ball bouncing, falls down the stairs. It's Brian's stress ball. It's covered in blood and or scorch marks. Yeah. And then the last shot is just her looking up the stairs and hearing whispers. Mm-hmm. What happened to Kelly? Where is Sarah? I don't know. I don't know. I don't like that. Is Sarah getting help? Cause she needs it. She's been she- through some traumatic stuff. Yes. Yeah. Oy, oy, oy. So I I liked this movie. I thought it was good and interesting and kind of spooky at times. I agree. I thought yeah, like, there were some moments that were pretty well done. It was and the acting was definitely yeah, it was, good. It it was, was good. no Jamie Lynn Siegler, but no, 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 it was no. up there. Close. It was close. Yeah, I liked this. I enjoyed it a lot. And I is next movie a spooky one? I forget what one I picked. I don't remember either. I'll look. I'll look. I'll look again because I want to try and find a scary one, something like this. Yeah. Well, I don't. It's not on the app, but there is a sequel to this. Oh. So we should figure out if we can find it somewhere. Yeah. 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 Maybe it's on like Tubi or something like that. Yeah. Love Tubi. Cool. Cool. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, Don't move into a spooky haunted house. (laughs) You know what? Get out of the house. Somebody says something creepy to you, you can leave. If your partner is experiencing some really scary stuff, listen to them, believe them, Mm -hmm. and don't get possessed by the evil entities in your house that want you to kill your family. Yes. Just don't. (laughs) uh, Burn some sage, put some salt circles around yourself. Do something. Do something. Light a candle. Just protect yourself in some way, please. Set some intentions. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening, uh, guys. Yeah, thanks. Bye. Bye.